0: back to your tech report welcome back to your tech report he is Mitchell Whitfield I am Marco Flalo. thank you for joining us please email us Mitchell contact me your tech report.com Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter and Instagram and youtube.com slash your tech report very
1: your tech t- report.
0: your tech yeah. your tech report got very very cool product from Schlage. I cannot wait to get my hands on it I think we'll get you your hands on it all my doors are covered I think we need to get that into your grubby little hands
1: well I, I have a specific I have a specific use case for it. I want a door? it on the, the door. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be on a door. <laughs> That's good. It's yeah. a bit, nice, light, nice leap you made there. Nice. Uh, I want it on the door that leads to my garage because we already have like a keypad out there, and it'll be great to have control over the keypad on the interior door that leads to the house. Because that way, if we want to let people in, they have a code, a limited time code. That's it's great. really a smart idea. And like, like we said in the interview, Mark, it's great that you don't have to choose anymore between a, you know, a great product versus a smart product because with a name like Schlage again this is these are locks that I've been using that I've been aware of since I was a kid you have something of quality and now it also happens to be smart so I think that's kind of a win for for consumers you know
0: uh, a couple months ago Alienware now owned by Dell released a very yes. cool new laptop and I had an opportunity to spend some quality time with this new Alienware M15 uh, 15.6 inch display magnesium alloy casing which gave great power and great portability. Wait can Uh, I I stop you for one second? No you
1: can't. No no the thing I'm going (laughs) to ask you is since when does Alienware send you the gaming laptop isn't that something they normally send to me a bitter party of one please go on 15 um, uh, magnesium alloy. Yeah, display beautiful.
0: options a 1080p 60 hertz, 1080p 144 hertz, oh, or wow. a 4K 60 hertz panel depending on how you configure this device. Wow. Um, this is touted as the thinnest Alienware gaming laptop that has been made, yet you get absolutely everything you could possibly think of. You've got three USB Type-A ports. You've got an HDMI 2.0. You got a okay. display port. You've got a Thunderbolt 3. You've got a charging port, gigabit Ethernet, amplifier ports for connectivity. Um, an incredible laptop that outperforms anything that i've used on the market today when it comes to high end pcs it Not really that you
1: know yeah, you know I've been using that, you know, the, the previous, year. I think I had the M14, is that right, Mark? I think I had the previous generation. Yeah. Weren't you just impressed by the build quality? Everything about this machine, the keyboard, the tactile response from the keyboard, everything about it screamed of like a luxury brand, yet they're still pretty accessible in terms of price, which people would be surprised by, but weren't you just
0: impressed by the, just the overall design of this thing? Well, what really blew my mind was this is, you know, it's touted as being 20% lighter, 14% thinner than the previous generation laptop, okay. yet it's still has 17 hours of battery life. Wow. Um, the version they gave me had this red color that was called nebula red. You still get you know customizable LED backlit keyboard. You get the full like numpad experience as well. Like oh, wow. this is you know it, I wouldn't I would never put this up against those ultra portable you know whether it be a Chromebook or whether it be a you know a MacBook Air, etc cetera, etc cetera. This is definitely a laptop for somebody who is a, a gamer, someone who's a video or a content producer, you're gonna want to be able to play with the power that this thing has um but in terms of you know comparability to everything else that's out there in terms of just the power it blew my mind because it really is thin and light while you still get everything that comes along with it and when you talk about the fact that it's priced starting at only 12.99
1: that that that's crazy and i think you know what mark i think alienware was kind of ahead of the head of the curve in this when they realized when they were talking about a gaming laptop People, Like you said, people don't expect it to be like a MacBook Air or a Chromebook. It's a purpose device, right? People know that gamers, for the most part, if they have a gaming laptop, that's going to be their main machine. It doesn't have to, you know, travel under your arm or in like an envelope to travel. It's meant to have some girth and some weight to it, right? And so the fact that it's even lighter and thinner now is great, but they know that a gaming laptop is never going to be like a razor blade, you know? So I think the expectation there, especially with Alienware, people expect a little heft to those machines. The fact that it's a little lighter now is great. What about on the exterior? You said it had the uh, backlit keyboard. Does it have any RGB? They usually have customizable RGB strips on the outside of their machines that let you sort of you know, do the color the way you want it on the back of the clamshell. Do they still have that?
0: Um, you have got it. You know, I, I found it on the actual keypad itself. Nothing on the outside. Probably oh, okay. that's where you obviously you thin things out a bit. Right. Um, beautiful thin bezel on each side. There was a, a noticeable bezel on the top that I guess I found kind of odd because you know you're comparing it to these devices today that have these like tiny. Even even the Dells, you know, have these tiny kind of like infinity edge displays but this right. still had the camera on the top there which was great especially when you're gaming and you know and you want to be able to chat with people you definitely have that there but you get a nice wide screen the battery life I really I put it to the test and I got a pretty impressive amount of battery power when I was doing video just playing video alone I got about 10 hours straight of battery life Um, What did I get? I got... uh, They said 17 hours total, but, you know, it's always, you know, an estimate under perfect, perfect, you know, instances. Um, Right. 10 hours of video playback. Um, The other previous version had about seven and a half hours of video playback, so definitely an improvement. Like, this is, you know, I always think about things like, okay, if I'm stuck on a plane or I'm stuck on some kind of transportation for an extended period of time, you know, like a 14-hour flight or you're laying over somewhere and you don't necessarily have the ability to plug in your computer. Will this last you the entire time if that's your only form of entertainment? And this absolutely will. And the expandability kind of blew my mind as well because with Thunderbolt 3, you were able to expand it with all these docks that are available, multiple monitors, all the accessories that are outdoor. You get that incredible speed. But you also still got the three USB Type-A ports, which is great for for the peripherals and stuff that you wanted to get in this computer as well.
1: And we know we have some listeners out there, Mark, that are, you know, that are gearheads like us that maybe want to upgrade or wonder what their max specs can be. Just so you know, you can deck this thing out. And, of course, as Mark told you, it comes out in different versions. You can get, you know, the base version, but you can go up to an 8th gen Core i9 processor. Yeah. You can go up to, a, you know, the new GeForce RTX 2080 with 8 gigabytes of video RAM. I mean, you know, you can really deck this out. 32 gigs of actual RAM up to 1 terabyte of solid state and 1 terabyte In the M2 slot mark, which is great. So you can have two different, you know, SSD solutions, one on the M2 and one of your traditional uh, SSD slot. So really, you can make this an absolute beast oh, yeah. without really increasing your footprint at all, which is, you know, what you can't say about a lot of desktop PCs. You're always adding space to it, but this thing can be an absolute monster.
0: No, and if you if you like to be able, you know, if, this, if you like this form factor and you're, you know, a content creator, I definitely recommend going towards it. And you know, the, 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 the customer service and just everything over at Dell and Alienware these days is so phenomenal. They've done such an incredible 180 since the good old days where people used to complain about customer service and yep. parts differences. It really is a different experience. So I do recommend you check it out. The new Alienware M fifteen. It's been out since about October, end of October twenty eighteen. Um, right there available on the website as it says starting at twelve ninety nine, but you can customize this beast up to, you know, four or five thousand dollars if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, and, and I got to tell you, as, as someone who has been using these machines for a long time from their, you know, desktop solutions to the laptops, I really have never had, you know, I've never had any issues with my Alienware. And I, once for fun, Mark, I actually called customer service with a pseudo problem, not really a huge problem, something that was easily that I knew I knew how to address. But honestly, as you know, someone who talks on the radio about companies, technical and customer support is a big part of the experience when you're, you know, getting a boutique company, um, you know, when you're buying from a boutique company like. Alienware, even though it's more of a mainstream boutique company, and I have to tell you, the customer support was fast. It was efficient. They resolved the problem very quickly, so I was pretty impressed. Like you said, they put a lot of emphasis on that. I think they they wanted to re- you know improve even on the Dell side the customer experience. So it's it's even you know it, it amazed me how how great and how supportive their support team actually was. So bravo, bravo so, Alienware, nice job.
0: So tell me, you wanted to talk a little bit about, about Xbox out here.
1: I want to talk a little Xbox. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a gamer like you are. I'm a I'm probably more of a video gamer than you are, Mark. You, you you tolerate my gaming, and you, you'll you join me online, but I think I'm a little bit more geeked down in that area. It, it's it's my version of your smart home products. There you that's go. That's what gaming is to me. Is that fair? That, that's fair so recently uh, Crackdown 3 came out you know Microsoft obviously exclusive for the Xbox series of consoles family of consoles and um, I hadn't gotten my code yet and I I called up our friends and by the way this is not you know Microsoft is not paying for us to talk about this there's you know nothing on there and they didn't ask me to talk about this on the radio Um, and I realized I hadn't gotten the code for Crackdown 3 and Microsoft is usually great about getting me either a copy of the game or a code for all their first party releases So I was excited about Crackdown I played the first two. I really love them. And they said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry we didn't get you. They said, How about this? What about instead of giving you a code for just Crackdown 3, why don't we just give you a code for Xbox Game Pass? And I thought about it and I said, you know what? This is something that I was going to reach out for anyway. And for those who don't really know, Xbox Game Pass is a service for $9.99 a month. You have access to more than 100 games, including every new Xbox game F- Xbox exclusive first party game day of launch you have access to that game 100% really? version of the game for 9.99 a month so you think about it Mark for $120 a year that's less than the cost of two brand new games plus tax you have access to every brand new First party Microsoft game, day of release, and a library of over 100 other, and we're talking like good games here. We're talking really good games. I mean, all the Tomb Raider games, of course, all the Forza games, Gears of War, Halo, the back catalog, uh, including games that take advantage, of course, of the Xbox One X and all the 4K and HDR content that's been updated in a lot of these games. Sea of Thieves. I mean, there are really amazing games here. So if you have someone in your life and you're looking to get them uh, a game, you want to gift them with a game. Game, and you want to give them a gift of a game that's going to last longer than maybe the two or three months they spend on that one game, or however long they spend on any given game. You can give them a gift of Xbox, you know, Game Pass that will give them new games consistently throughout the year that they can enjoy throughout. A shadow of Mordor. I'm looking at all these games. We happy few. We're talking about a lot of brand new games in addition to some classics that are out there. And I thought about this. I thought, Mark, financially. What a brilliant thing this is for anyone that is looking to maximize their gaming library without having to buy a new game every couple of weeks, without spending 60-some odd dollars with tax every couple of weeks when a new game, or every week when a game comes out. So, I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to thank Microsoft. I'm getting my code. I'll be trying and, of course, next week I'll talk to you about Crackdown a little bit, because uh, that's a little bit behind, obviously. But I also love the idea that they're always transitioning games in and out to give people, you know, a new flavor, new games that they can actually play in addition, of course, to the first-party titles that are always there, and that way, as new titles are added to the, you know, the Xbox Game Pass library, I can share it with our audience, so people can see, oh, I've always wanted to play that game, I'm going to dump in, I'm going to dive in and get myself Xbox Game Pass, so again, you can go to, uh, what is it, I'm guessing it's, uh, you know, Xbox.com, you can check out, you know, Game Pass there, you can order it directly from your Xbox, I think you can even do it from the, from the Xbox Live app, from the, you know, your Xbox mobile app, um, so it's pretty genius, and I'm going to be, you know, trying all these games, and as many games as I have, Mark, you can never have too many, i I'm going to be revisiting a lot of games that i didn't get to try before all because uh and thank you microsoft for giving us the code for this for this uh service because uh i think it's going to be a lot of fun to share with you guys over the long term
0: is there any xbox news that's actually official out there i know there's a lot of rumors about a new kind of follow-up to the xbox one x um coming out in 2019 but nothing official no leaks or anything that i've seen only just kind of you know speculation
1: yeah, the, the speculation that the rumor mill has been mostly about that Xbox is not going to be releasing one new console, but multiple consoles, and that's going to have a lot to do with e, uh, a discless device, which is what you know the Xbox One X was sort of going toward. Even though it it supported media, it was supposed to be much more of a digital console than it actually ended up being. Of course, there was you know pushback from a lot of the retailers that make their money in selling used games. So digital distribution is kind of a hard model for a lot of retail companies to get their head- around, But you know we're hearing about an Xbox maybe this year that is lighter, smaller, less expensive because it doesn't actually have a disc, you know, d- disc drive. So that's that's been rumored. Of course, the successor to the One X. Man, I can't imagine what that's going to be like. The One X is so powerful. The graphics look so good. But hey, you can never have, you know, <laughs> you ever be too thin, too smart, too rich. Whatever that saying is, you know, you can always have games that are faster, that load quicker, uh, that have more storage. So yeah, the rumor that we're hearing, Mark to answer your question is about two different console types a, a streaming device or a, at least a diskless system and then a successor to the One X one that we're supposed to see later this year and possibly one later 2020 that's all I know for right now
0: I guess we will see something probably around E3 this year and find yeah, out some we'll kind of something. news of we'll some kind something. as well it right, is your tech report he is Mitchell Whitfield I am Marco Flalo. again contact at yourtechreport.com on all the social media it is at your tech report thank you for being here this week thank you to Lee De- O'Dell Best Vice Presidents of Solution Providers over at Allegiant for Schlage. Um, again, check that out at Amazon.com and, uh, of course, Schlage.com. Thank you for being with us this week. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Mark Aflala. We're back again next week on Your Tech Report. subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era welcome to mars subscribe or follow on apple spotify google or at theallymars.com because even with the new look i'm still that same bitch you love to hate hi
1: i'm mercedes nickel four-time winter olympian and host of dropping in a podcast with mercedes